What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. New York City is not where we live. Welcome to Tim and Joel. Call it in the ring from a different location. Talking about wrestling. Hopefully. You feel like talking about wrestling, Joel Pearl? I kind of do, actually. There's, there, there's a, it was. I know. It was a pretty good week. And next week, yeah. by the way, um, we'll be here. I won't be in our normal location. I oh, will be, I will be <laughs> sight and on location, sight on scene from one Jeremy Lambert's wedding. You're gonna you're gonna do the podcast during the wedding. That's incredibly no. rude, Joel. <laughs> Actually, that would be perhaps perhaps you should touch grass, Joel. <laughs> oh, buddy boy, let me tell you. No, I I, I will be uh, I will be in the city that is hosting the wedding. The wedding is later on, so uh, we'll do the show live. I'll be hanging out in my Airbnb. Uh, looking forward to it. It's going to be a really fun weekend. Going to going to see a lot of uh, a lot of pals from Fightful there and and other wrestling media folks. So uh, looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, otherwise it's been a it's been a pretty good week for wrestling, Tim. I, I think we it. yeah it was quite enjoyable. We have a lot to talk about from so much. Grand Slam week. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, SmackDown. We'll talk about Raw. We'll talk about White Rabbits. We'll talk about uh, flash papers that don't exactly go off and when they're supposed to. Bam. And what else are we going to talk about? We'll talk about everything. We'll take your questions. Why not? You can send us a super chat. The super chats help support Fightful Overbooked. Uh, you can send it to us. It's that little dollar sign at the bottom of the screen. Any amount gets a question or statement read on the air. And while you're here, go ahead, leave us a thumbs up on the video. If you're watching after the fact, you can leave us a comment and tell, you what, tell us what you think about whatever it is we're talking about. We'll always listen to you. Whether we agree, that's another comment. But, you know, it's wrestling. So, subject to your art form. And uh, subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbooked. We're, we're on our way. We're going to get to that 14K very soon. I think we're at 13,700. So, let's keep that train rolling. And our Fightful Overbooked Discord exists. Don't tell Sean Ross Sapp. He won't believe you anyway, but it exists. There's a link in the description of this video. Go and check it out. Hello, friends in the chat. It's good to see you. Tim, where do you want to start? You want to go to you want to go to Queens or you want to go elsewhere first? Is Queens Queens is in New York City? So, it yeah, is in yeah, fact yeah, in New yeah, York let's, City. Let's yes. talk. Let's talk about uh, AEW. All right. They, they did a, a pay per view, not pay per view, as they want to do. Yes, so. their big uh, their big one million dollar gate. Did you see what they did for the the person who put them over a million dollars? Oh yeah, the one with the backwards pants. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was very strange. Uh, yeah, it was an odd outfit. The outfit, the outfit. whatever, but like the pants were legitimately like the pockets were on the. Fr- it was very confusing. Yeah, but, he was wearing like yeah. a pair of old Jenkos that. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they took a, they took a photo. I guess what is that all they did? I can't remember. I was too. I was way too distracted by the pants and nothing else. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they gave him a they gave him a chair. 
that was signed by all people who were no it was signed by all the wrestlers who took part in the tournament of champions so everyone who was in that that aw world title tournament they all signed the chair um i think he i mean the guy who gave it to him was raffle morty morphy who does the uh the events and stuff for aw and i he may have gotten a thank you from tk who knows well that's Uh, all that's all very nice did they give him the chair as the show was beginning or after the show had ended it looks like it was as the show was beginning. So that is a tremendous annoying burden <laughs> to just hand it someone like especially like I want to know where this guy's seats were. Because if yeah. he was sitting like up in the gods and he's just like, I paid twenty dollars for the seat and I gotta lug around this stupid fucking chair. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Either way, uh I thought the show was pretty good. Uh there it, it wasn't perfect uh by any means, yeah. but mm-hmm. there's a lot of really strong stuff, and we're gonna talk about some of the stuff that was uh that was interesting and some of the stuff that was not so interesting and maybe some questionable match placement in my opinion but uh overall fun night you know yeah 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 i mean long night must have been because they did they it was, uh rampage was filmed yes yeah they so. did rampage right after the show so 10 o'clock they went about 20 minutes of waiting until they hit rampage and rampage they it took two and a half hours oh, to man. tape rampage that's a lot <laughs> that's it that, and it was a it two hour show i mean you know, if i was there live i'd enjoy it but i don't think you would no i no. wouldn't i so i went last year to grand slam and I, first of all, like concessions were so messed up because the venues never hosted mm. wrestling before place was packed because it was much fuller last year than this year. Um, but it was still a, just a madhouse last year. And by the time we finished, it was midnight. I think they had a hard cutoff last year, but this year something changed, I guess. Uh, so they finished like right at midnight last year. And it was a long night. We got there at like six o'clock. We, we were there for six hours. Food was either expensive or hard to attain. Um it sounds like this year was a little bit better, but it's a long day. Yeah, like I see Caden in the chat saying like twenty bucks for three chicken tenders. That that's arena pricing. That's what you used to just, just it, know that six dollars for a bottle of water. It is what it is. Is it the same <laughs> in the U.S.? Like okay, in Toronto at least you can just bring in your own food. <laughs> Not everywhere though. You can do that yeah. at stadiums. You can do that. I think you can do it at the ballparks in, yeah. in the U.S. too. People can tell me if I'm wrong. But uh, if you go to the the, the Sky Dome, the Rogers Center in Toronto, yeah, you can bring anything in. It's fine. Yeah. But um, like if people have even tested the waters. Like there was an Instagram account that was yeah, like, yeah, that was great. one day he Someone brought a whole in charcuterie like, board and like yeah. roast chicken. Yeah, yeah, it brings like a whole Thanksgiving meal and it's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So so that's how that goes in 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 that in that part of the town. But uh, no, if you go to like a Leafs game, no, you can't you can't do that. Oh, but Leafs games suck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It sounds all right, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I'm never going to see an AEW show anyway because their prices are way too high. And I will never, ever pay that for wrestling ever. I which, don't care enough. Not which close. is tremendously ironic because when they launched, their tickets were so cheap because they were, they were yeah, brand yeah. The new. The Florida right? ones were like 30 to... bucks. Like it was nice. Yeah. It was like, okay, that's that's a good time. They were like the NXT. Oh, no, NXT does their weird Facebook nonsense. But yeah. Yeah. Like it, it was like, it used to be like 25 bucks get you in the door and the, things are changing. That's, that's just the way that their, their market works. They're a hot product is what it is. Paying, yeah. Adding their gates. So I wouldn't complain about the fact that business is doing business. I no, no, that's them. When... It's all good. I'll just never see it because I don't, I, there's nothing, there's nothing, no event that I would pay $500 to see. I don't care. We'll Not see how that close. Toronto dynamite lines up and if we're able to to find some uh, uh the actual prices here. weren't even weren't even close not even like it was like three hundred dollars and i was like nope don't care and what did i tell you what have i told everybody since day one on every show when we talk about getting tickets 
Day of, baby. Day of. The the pre-sale is a grift. The regular on sale is a grift. Wait until the show is done. And now I have Tim on my own. Oh my God, Tim has left me. I'm on my own. What do I do? Uh no, don't don't do it. Don't go with the, the pre-sale tickets. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. There we go. All right, now he's back. Welcome back. What did you do? They don't they don't want me talking about the truth about the ticket prices, Joel. We're being attacked. Wonderful. We're being attacked by the deep state. Can't believe it's happened. Anyway, let's move on. I'm done with this. Let's talk about Grand Slam, the good stuff that happened. Uh, so they open up with that Ring of Honor World Championship match. They show Kerry Silken at ringside. And if you know Ring of Honor, then Kerry Silken is shown <laughs> at ringside. Kerry Silken is there to, to, to present the belt to a new champion. Yeah. He yeah. didn't do that, but they certainly kind of tipped their hand to those who know, even though Silken wasn't involved in the finish. Um, yeah. So Jericho wins, beats Claudio. I, it's really a big part of the the Daniel Garcia storyline and the Blackpool Combat Club versus JAS thing, which I don't hate. Like, I think in the in the grand scheme of the bigger story that they're trying to tell, I think it's actually really cool. Jericho winning his eighth world championship, a championship he's never held. Listen, it's fine. It's fun. It is fine. I am not pleased that Jericho is so annoying. Like that, the Ocho joke has been dead for a solid decade and it's just being beaten to death. And then to have him on commentary is making it very difficult for me to watch because I don't want to listen to it because it's annoying. Uh, so that's, that's been disappointing to me. The Ocho thing like that, that, it's a joke from like dodgeball like it just it won't stop make it stop <laughs> yeah i get it they made the t-shirt though <sighs> <laughs> who's buying these ugly t-shirts that are like going to last for a month in terms of relevancy like and then so okay forget about that part because i was gonna say like well, wouldn't right. you wear a scissor me daddy ass shirt in public that's gonna last more than a month that's a that's a gimmick that's over and will last solidly a year or two so um there's there's a big uh divide between people who think that the reason jericho won the world championship of ring of honor is because tk is going to leverage jericho to get tv for roh i said the same thing on twitter um i don't know for sure if that's the case but it wouldn't surprise me because that's how AEW got their tnt deal mm. um the, the the original tnt deal now it's tbs um the warner deal i should say but um i could see that being the case i could also see them using this as just a big springboard for danny garcia my big pitch was that this whole thing culminates with garcia winning the ring of honor championship and combining the pure and ROH titles. And that and Jericho says, I'm a pure wrestler. I'm also a sports entertainer. Let me, you know, I, I will show you. And then they have a match and they combine the two because the pure title is just, is what it is. Um, but again, Jericho getting the Ring of Honor, you know, the Ring of Honor title and maybe a Ring of Honor TV deal. Are you interested in that? Would that make you want to watch Ring of Honor knowing that Jericho is no. not going to be the champion much after that? No. No, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like most television, like old platform television executives are old and out of touch. So Jericho is probably the play. I mean, hell, Sting might be the right play. Give it to Sting. <laughs> okay, but, okay, give give the world title to Muda. Yeah, do it. And then have Muda versus Sting. Instead of doing it in Japan, bring it back here. 
do it in like the armory in New York or something at an ROH pay-per-view. I think we did it. I think we just, I think we booked ring of honor. Yeah, maybe. I, I where, don't does, know. where does Claudio go from here? Because Claudio, you know, came in, won this title fairly quickly after the whole Gresham stuff fell apart. Uh, Claudio isn't exactly known for cutting fire promos. No, um, he's an excellent wrestler. He always will be always has been. Uh, but if you are not a good promo cutter, sometimes you have a ceiling. What, what do we do with Claudio now that he is not ring of honor champion? I don't, I don't know. Everything, everything feels rudderless to me. Like there's a couple of good threads going on, but they don't, this is scramble. Like, damn, that would have been a great show to see live, but I can't say that it made for like the most compelling TV because I like a lot of stuff going on. Didn't really have, I wasn't invested in really. Like I don't have a lot of reason to care about why these matches are happening. Um, I don't have a whole lot of the, like there's not a lot of narrative going on for these but again like i can see this would have been a banger like live show it's just and they're touting the gate and they're leaning on all of the backstage stuff and it's like i don't know what are we doing so i don't know i don't know what claudio does i don't know what all of blackpool combat club does like i'm not i can't say i even love blackpool combat club right now because they feel like they're all 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 sorry independent wrestlers Minus William Regal coming out to do commentary, which I also don't really enjoy. Like I'm tired of the commentary chaos on AEW. It doesn't, it's not working for me. Like I, I really don't like what they're doing with commentary period. Yeah, I know. I agree. Bringing out four different like, four guys to talk. I'm so tired. They had a guy on rampage. Talk. I didn't know who he was. They said who he was, but it was during that battle Royal nonsense. So I just like, I didn't even catch who he was. So was who it, was, was it Ian Riccoboni again? Or was it Caprice Coleman? I, I, I think it would have been Caprice Coleman because I don't I know Riccoboni's voice and unless he was having like a bad throat day, I don't think it was him. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. No, because Riccoboni called the uh, the Ring of Honor championship match. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not the not the battle royal. Not the battle royal. Sorry. I, I, I'm asking because I, I honestly can't remember. Um, oh, God. Was it Big Show? Was it Paul? <laughs> Holy hell. Yeah, he might just sound really different. Oh, wow. Oh, it my God. <laughs> Is Captain Insano? That's that's so funny. Yeah, I didn't even. I guess I haven't heard him speak in like literally a year or two. So my bad, friends. That's very funny. Um, yeah, I'm just I, all I want to do is listen to Shivani and Excalibur. Like I, just the even two Taz. of them, even Taz. Even so Taz. so that's what I was gonna say. So like, and if you must have a third, add in Taz because I do like him. He does do some weird stuff sometimes. Then loses like he tries to say something that is overly elaborate and loses the thread and then what's so special about hero Bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving made with natural ingredients hero bread supports gut health promotes weight management and helps maintain blood sugar hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls Head to hero.co to shop today. They have to play it off, but yeah, like I, I think by and large, Shivani, Excalibur, if you must do a third because there are like thirds and everything now, Taz is also great. When they when they were doing um so Excalibur's main play by play. Yes. You've obviously. got Taz as your color commentary. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got Shivani as like your third guy that kind of is roving reporter has a yeah. little bit of extra insight he's that guy and he's really good at that and that's kind of the yes. role that yeah. tony shivani's played 
ever since he started doing announcing work for AEW. Um, yeah, and, and like I seeing in the chat, Taz is, is really, really good and works yeah, really well with, with Excalibur. Um, I would love to see that. I don't, like you, I don't want to see a four-person announce booth. And like JR is... They, they moved him to Rampage. Uh, a lot of people speculate it's because of the shit that he had to say on his podcast going into All Out, where he's like, it's too many matches, the stories aren't tight, and like basically just shot on the problem. Valid criticism, like, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the point was, it's like, does does he give a shit? He's starting to, we know he's not going to do this job forever. That's fine. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, no it just sound, it, so when he did the whole. <laughs> when he when he did the whole like muda comes out everyone's losing their shit at commentary and then jr's just like it's muda it's the great muda great muda's here and i'm just like <laughs> 20 you. years ago you would have been yelling at the top of your lungs thank you for your valuable contribution jr <laughs> it's very strange yeah i i don't like i said they just need to tighten that up uh i don't like all of the guest people on commentary like there's a time and place for it when you're building feuds and you just want to pull that tool out of your back pocket where they come and you get a wrestler to do it but william regal on there all the time like and i love regal i i, I just i don't it's not adding anything it's complicating everything like jr you want the perfect spot for jr backstage doing interview segments not not yeah, like, produced not standing no 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 yeah sit yeah down sit down very produced. well produced like yeah yeah exactly those things exactly. Like build, build segments uh you do that with him then i think you're in a golden spot and i think he would like to be doing that because again he's ready to pull back his role a little bit and he's ready to to do something a little bit different so i think jr would absolutely um relish the idea of having that be his area of opportunity yeah so. absolutely We'll see. I agree with you. Commentary, there's a lot going on there. And and listen, credit to them. They don't step on each other nearly as much no. as they should, given that there's four of them talking at, at different points. But like it, it takes a leader in that. And Excalibur must be must be kicking ass to do it. But it's yeah, and again, like I, the worst defender of all is just, is just Jericho out there. Like I'm it's just he goes out there and he just beats a dead horse for the entire time he's on the microphone and it drives me nuts like yeah. great promo great wrestler terrible on commentary let's move on <laughs> i think yeah. we've made our point yeah, AW, I can, yeah. the aw world title uh, world tag team championship match the acclaimed take on swerve in our glory we have new tag champions to the surprise of nobody they had a, yeah. some really good spots where they made other people think otherwise mm -hmm. they also went back-to-back -back title changes they also went back to back to back finishes with some sort of tomfoolery, which not huge on that, but we'll talk about that. Um, the match itself, I think the general agreement is as per usual, when there's a rematch after a pay-per-view uh, that was very well received, it's not going to live up to the hype. It's no, very I mean, rare. It's impossible. <laughs> like they had a banger beforehand. Like, yeah, you had to have like added some sort of stipulation to make things a little bit differently to play a little differently, but either way, um, the acclaimed win good match. Uh, yeah. happy to watch the acclaimed win the tag championships. A lot of people love them, but uh, we'll see. We'll see where it lands. I think Swerve is primed for a heel singles run that's going to go far. Mm -hmm. And Keith Lee has a ton of potential to also do the same in a uh, in a singles role as a face. What do you think? I think, yeah, I think they did a really good job of kind of building towards that like the emotion after the loss was really well done like keith lee standing on the ramp and then no like you know it, it wasn't that type of feud where they're gonna like you know beat each other down or you know they can safely walk to the back kind of near each other without that being silly 
Um, so it was good to give that like bit of lingering for Keith Lee at the end where he he just looks disappointed, right? Yeah. And Swerve being the one who got pinned, like I think that makes a lot of sense in, in how this is going to go down because Swerve is going to, you know, go a little bit healy. I wouldn't even do Strickland and Lee on no. the review. Yeah. I would try and do it sooner. I don't know when, but um, one, of the, to look one of the named it. dynamites. <laughs> Is, is Strickland from Maryland? I'm trying to remember where he's I have from. No but idea. Regardless, um, if there's one coming to one of their hometowns soon, maybe do it there and make it a big win for whoever. But for the acclaim, big, you know, hometown pop, big win for them. Uh, people have become big fans of them. They, it's, they wild. it's wild. It's wild. How much in pro wrestling a silly little catchphrase? And some repeated movements like gives you the world, like just that. Ever. That's the biggest part of it. Like, and you know, every they are great in the ring, but like, and everyone's like they've improved so much. I was like, they've always been pretty good in the ring. Like, it is literally, it is literally scissor me, daddy ass, ah, that has gotten them all of these accolades. Like, that is the the main thing by far, and it's just very funny to me. Because what 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 I noticed was in Rampage, Private Party comes out for their battle royal, and they're trying to steal the show, but they make a point of partying on the way and just constantly doing the party movements as if that's going to do it. But they, it, it's it's just very funny to me because it seems like I would not be surprised if you see everyone in AEW because it's kind of a free for all. Just start trying to get their own stupid little catchphrase over. Service from is from Seattle. Seattle, my bad. Okay. Seattle, so way far away. <laughs> They're not in Seattle until the beginning of next yeah. year. So okay, so it's, it's not going to be a hometown thing. No. At the Climate Pledge Arena, which is by far the most hilarious name for an arena I have ever heard. That is very. They're all typically pretty bad, but that's hilarious. That one's just strange, is what it is, <sighs> and it's the most like Seattle name you can think of for an arena. My God. Anyway, uh, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the to the stories that come out of this between the acclaimed uh, and whoever they're going to take on next could be FTR, which is a strange setup. We'll see how they get there. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the Lee and Swerve. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, Yuta comes out and uh, Tony Schiavone is going to ask him his thoughts because his two Blackpool Combat Club friends are going to be in the main event, and out comes MJF. Now, it. <sighs> Some talk that I've agreed with, uh, to be quite honest, is that the MJF return has not, it's had kind of a weird result in that it he's become very stone cold Steve Austin in a way that they're, that I don't think AEW planned on. And I don't think they know how to swerve into. Yeah. <laughs> now, now MJF will talk shit about the he's mostly just putting like, yeah. He's putting over WWE all the time. He had the photos with Liv this weekend too. <laughs> like, it's just... And like it's a great, it's a great bit, and I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah, but like yeah, yeah. on the TV show itself, I'm just like, mm, the fans are cheering too. And like his way to get the heat back, and we talked about this last week, has been like to yell at the top of his lungs and like scream at them, be like, "You're all fat," and I don't like that. I think MJF is like an excellent wrestler and a great character, and I'm a big fan of this. I'm not a big fan of the way that this has been playing out lately because he comes out, he gets a huge pop. And every time that he gets a huge pop, he decides to then heal on the audience by making fun of the way that they look or their local sports team, whatever it is. And like, it barely gets the heat back. And that's something that I'm like, we got to work on how, how Max gets his heat. 
Because right I now mean, he was mean to Shivani. I think that's a good strategy. Just keep being really. They were mean laughing. To they were <laughs> laughing at the way Shivani took that bump. Which, like, I get it. Shivani's not the guy to to do that to. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that wasn't the right spot for Shivani to be in. Because no. if he can't go down or he can't make it look like it's not comical or that he can't take the bump, then don't do it that way. I just I'm looking for more from mjf i'm looking for something something different and yuda always looks wooden so that's yeah that's not <laughs> he had like one fire promo a little while back i think it was during the daniel garcia feud but that's about it yeah he's basically he's pinocchio he, like he's a step away from in an interview being like i'm a real boy and oh. then <laughs> so talented in the ring yeah well so was pinocchio and growing his nose <laughs> the old atlantic championship match oh by the way yes from graham super chat shout out ted absolutely shout out to w morrissey who should have won the golden ticket but didn't so looks like a beast yeah looking looking real ted like uh pack and orange cassidy was fine i don't really have anything to say again i i really didn't feel like that mattered at all or that that match had to happen or why it was happening as much as everyone tells me there was an explanation like i listened to the commentary i didn't hear a good explanation other than orange cassidy doesn't want to be taken as a joke and i was like okay then win a match. That's the yeah. title. Win match. a match. Stop being a joke. Then, <laughs> like, I'm just I'm bored of the idea that Pack. Sorry, not that Pack. That, that Orange Cassidy continues to be booked the same way. Um, and because this is where he's booked, he gets a bunch of wins, gets a title match of some sorts, loses the title match, and then down to the bottom, and we start all over again. When the uh, the AW Trios title thing was going on, the, the tournament, everyone was like, "This is it. Everyone's going to take Orange Cassidy seriously." And I'm just like no they're not no like what what i think orange cassidy's best place is just focus on that trio situation be a part of best friends give them shine that way like just give them six-man tag matches like all you know all the time things fine there's a spot for him there might even be a title for him sure honestly a tnt title for orange cassidy would be huge yeah, it would be no excellent. problem with it. I don't think it's Orange Cassidy taking that title off of Wardlow, for example. No, but I think that there is a room. There is room for Orange Cassidy winning that title, and then the imagine the, the strap on it like would be this orange strap, and it would look so good. If don't I get me you wrong, gaudy and hilarious. Yeah, yeah, well, that's the whole point, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, and it would look great, and I would be a big fan of that. But it's just not there yet. And if they're trying to get us excited for the eventuality of Orange Cassidy winning a championship a singles title they gotta start really working on it because it's been the same booking every time around for him yeah so there you go please stop telling me to put the trust busters on tv that's awful <laughs> hey they spent so much time putting them on tv when he first joined and then they just guys. abandoned no. it and i am tired of abandoning storylines i would I rather see them play out you. a crappy no. storyline no. than no. do this like i'm no. so tired of it i told you all from the get-go when that announcement was made, I said, he's Orlando's problem now. Because I knew that within three weeks, Parker would be at dark. They'd be trying to teach him everything that they can. And I'm sure that there's something that's going on well there, but it's just, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like it just. Anyway, here's the big ones. The two big matches of the night, the interim world women's championship. And no, we're not going to talk about the stupid Twitter discourse. I think that was fucking stupid uh oh the piss yeah yeah i don't i don't give a damn um you book your women's division better and it will be better but this was not the case because it was a thrown together match tony storm she retains her interim world women's championship (gasps) she retained she retained uh 
really the match doesn't matter. There were some good spots in there. There were some spots where Jamie Hader, uh, sorry, not Jamie Hader. I looked at her name and said that, uh, where, um, D and D Brock and Britt Baker basically broke her nose. So there's yeah. that. She um, just loves busting her face. It's yeah. Great. She was actually, yes, she does. For the people. Yes. I, I just hope her teeth are okay. So anyway, um, fine match. Good what it was. And then the big moment of course, is that, uh, Soraya shows up the, the former page from WWE. Mm, who and, I, who uh, I, who I called Soraya, I think last week, <laughs> Soraya, Soraya, Soraya. I have a lot of feelings about page about Soraya. And I have take me just like the Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson thing. It's, it's, it's I'm going to, I'm going to miss them up sometimes. Soraya. Um, I have a lot of thoughts. Some are good. Some are not so great. And I have, various feelings about how this can go with Soraya in AEW. Um, do you want to start? Do you want to tell me your, your first reactions to seeing her show up here in AEW? I've never seen her wrestle, not once. And I thought her brain was all mush. So I don't, I like, I thought she was really like, cannot wrestle again because of a serious, serious thing. But yeah, I've never seen her wrestle. I wasn't watching wrestling when she became like her entire run. I was, I had not watched wrestling. <laughs> came into wwe on the main roster in 2014 yeah right after two WrestleMania. years after i stopped really like yeah and was obviously very active in nxt and uh won the nxt women's championship before moving up to the main roster and all that stuff so and then was done before i came back like yeah and then she was you're right and then she came back with absolution who was mandy rose and uh sony deville and the three of them did a thing and then they tried to do a match with Paige, and it didn't go over well they tried it twice um so yeah it, it it's also upsetting that she is so young and has only had so much time to be a wrestler like her prime um her prime is still ahead of her if she can go there's a lot of back and forth as to whether or not she's cleared to wrestle. I think that's a big. Uh, what big was it? Was it a head injury? Am I correct? Yeah, that's yeah, neck. Okay, neck injury. Neck. Okay. Neck. Same. Not same head. thing. Same as. Uh, well, was it neck? Yeah, it was neck, and I think neck to head. And I was... like edge type situation. Yeah, yeah. Not Brian Danielson. Not concussions. Like I. Yes. Not not concussions. It was. It okay. was neck. Um, and if I'm wrong in the chat, just let me know. But I'm I'm almost positive it was neck. Uh, so. Yeah, so she's so she she does that one match, and then in WWE that ended up being her last match. It was on a house show. It was a big big moment of just like holy shit. And then they put her on the uh, the do not contact list, the do yeah. not touch list, uh, no contact list. That's the word. Do not contact list sounds like don't don't call <laughs> like please Leave don't call alone. this person. Yeah, Leave her alone. Uh, and then of course her contract is up in the uh, beginning of July. It was July sixth, and then Vince McMahon retires like two three weeks later and at that point she'd already apparently made up her mind and she was going and yada 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 mm -hmm. um yeah so so she's back she might wrestle she's told renee paquette that she is feeling good uh training wise she Saw didn't say she can wrestle that yeah. seemed like she might be okay with doing some things but yeah question is always what happens when you take that first bump not the one in the ring at like you know, the random school that you're training at or in your backyard, wherever the ring is set up. Um, what happens the first time you take that bump in front of people? Mm -hmm. Um, and what goes on after that? And, and that's entirely up to her and that's entirely what's going on there. Um, I also know that she has more social engagement and more social followers than any woman 
on the AEW roster by far. Her Twitter alone is like 2.1 million. She's done exceedingly well for herself on Twitch. She's become huge that way. Um, she's very popular. She has a huge fan base. People could potentially migrate to see her. Will she be booked to be strong? That's another question. If she's wrestling, they will more than likely eventually give her the title. I'm a little worried that this becomes the CM Punk of the women's division story. Because <laughs> there's just so many parallels there that are strange. That That's I'm a lot of, yeah, there's there's a lot of room for shoulder chippery. <laughs> yes, and yeah. I hope that's not the case because, I mean, I, I don't need to tell, oh, maybe I'm, some people I need to tell you about the family, the the the, the, the Soraya's family Okay, thing. they made a movie. About, it was, <laughs> is that the Wrestling With My Family? That is, is that yes. the title of it? Okay. Yes, that is a movie, but it's also very Hollywood eyes and it's yeah, yeah, very yeah, it's like not. massage. I, I didn't watch it because once again, I don't care. <laughs> like you look, biopics, you, no thank you. You, you ask anyone in like Brit rest and like the British wrestling scene about that family, the Knight family, they'll tell you first and foremost, like you won't like, I'm not going to put on a British accent for this. You want the most like carny Brits in the world. Oh. It's that family. It's the Knight oh. family. Oh, they trash. <laughs> okay. I didn't say it that way. <laughs> yeah. Got it. I know what so she's here. <laughs> so she brings a huge following. She brings a huge amount of potential, um, clout and conversation to AEW. She's someone who hasn't wrestled in a very long time and could maybe bring eyes to a women's division that needs a lot of work and a lot of, uh, a lot of emphasis beyond just like the two or three people that they emphasize at once. Cause right now let's face it, Tony storm, maybe the interim women's champion, but the whole match was all about Britt Baker and mm -hmm. Jamie hater and the will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was all over. And again, like, man, ah, Jamie Hader's so good. I just want Jamie Hader to get some shine. Cause like, Yep. Like, and I don't know, like we bring in Athena and I, I don't get it yet. Like I, I haven't seen it yet. I don't, the entrance keeps changing. The weird, uh, featherless wings was weird this week. She's Q bone in the ring. She's decent, but like everyone's missing steps in, in the AEW's women's division. So I don't know. <laughs> this is exactly what I was expecting. I'm old. I'm tired. I'm fucking hurt. I fucking work with children. <laughs> She's doing, but she's not doing that. She's doing it on a Twitch stream. That's what she's doing while her boyfriend's band plays in the background. <laughs> oh, that sounds cacophonous and unpleasant. Now, by the way, I'm going to listen. So this is this is where I'm just like this. I cannot stand this woman. Um, <laughs> you have not introduced that previously <laughs> until just now. I'm just going to point out. I think that was a slip, buddy. <laughs> All right headline I'm, grab the headline uh, i'm not going to talk about her personal life i'll let you guys do the googling the theme that she came out to is by her boyfriend's band um her boyfriend has a lot of his own issues that i whatever that's that's court of public opinion i'll give that, that whatever that's fine they're together that's their they're i'm not going to question anyone's relationship and why they do what they do that's fine um that song that that stupid song that she's using is one of those like anti-cancel culture songs. And she thinks that this is like the best thing in the world. Swell. <laughs> I what go back to what I said. What is AEW? Like, <laughs> so I go back to what I said earlier, about ask a Brit about the Knight family and what will they tell you? That's one. Someone once told me, so, <laughs> can't believe I'm about to say this live on the air. 
Someone once told me if that family moved to the U.S. back in 2016, they would have absolutely voted for Trump sight on scene. Yeah. Okay. That's just what it is. So I'm not trying to bust anyone's like bubble of Soraya. I think the wrestler is great. I think the character is good. I think the potential to do something with her and have a strong women's division built around her, assuming she can go, assuming that she is is long-term ready to go. And because her age, because she's so young still, her prime is in front of her, assuming Mm -hmm. that her neck is strong enough to do it. There's a lot of opportunity there. There's also a lot of personal things that could get in the way. And that's why I'm a little apprehensive. You're, you're nervous about what may come. And when I said what I said on Twitter, I said, this just doesn't get me excited because I've seen the way every really man or like, I don't care, like binary, not important. Um, it's, you know what I mean? Gender, not important. Um, it doesn't matter who it is. They come in and, and the booking has been the same. Like no one's been really strongly treated other than come in Big string of matches, maybe a statement, and then shuffle the deck. And they're never it's, like it's not even a big string of matches. It's like three or four. Like th- that's what I keep seeing. Like they're not getting like long runs. They just need to. I feel like with the booking, they're trying to keep everyone happy, and that's just not possible. Like you have to, you can, you can <laughs> book people and explain to them kind of what the long term vision is, and hopefully they get on board. But right now, I don't know. Uh, Sean is tweeting. I'm told that Buddy Matthews may be done with AEW for a while. More on select <laughs> shortly. <For laughs> Rhea must have called him. Rhea must have been like, "We got room in the Judgment Day for you if you want." Remember when? Remember when Judgment Day came and everyone was like, "This is House of Black Light." Turns out Judgment Day was always the, the alpha. Oh, oh my god! Really? Yeah, that's. <laughs> So what do you do? They spent the- so much energy on that. I'm like, oh my god. They lost the guy who who was supposed to run the stable. I don't even think it was that vital that he be in it. Brody King is way more compelling than me, but like okay. Well, Brody King, okay, so Brody King should absolutely stick around 100%. Yeah, yeah, just just focus yeah. on him. You know what? Just, just- and- and have Julia Hart still that. be his manager, like that's fine. Just focus on those two. Like That's honestly, that's what I saw on on Friday. Yeah, yeah, Buddy was fair. like was just there. Yeah, but it really felt like Brody taking on the world and Julia Hart having a, having a few bumps. I, I love Brody King. I've ne- I, th- this is my introduction to him has been this AEW run, and I like I'm very much behind him. I was more behind him than anyone in House of Black, so I'm yeah. very into it. So just just keep booking him. <laughs> I'm just I'm just tweeting out that we're talking about this on Overbooked about mm-hmm. Buddy Matthews. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's just. Uh, I can't tell you that I'm surprised. I really can't. I'm just, and, and I feel it, bad because this is chaos right now. Like it, it, it's there's so there's been this the, the, the Triple H coming into power thing has really thrown a lot of wrenches into talent, you know. Talent and and I can't I can't stress enough how how much I am shocked that this has been this much of a seismic shift and the fact that he's willing to kind of do this stuff so quickly. Like he was ready to just be go, 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 go. Like the product is very, very different. And 
I like I, I don't have any real feelings one way or the other about whether or not he's trying to poach people. <laughs> like, welcome to capitalism. Y'all love it. But like, whatever. Like, it, it's just it's it's surprising to me. It is very shocking. I did not expect it to be this interesting. <laughs> I, I assumed the transition would be very gradual. Uh, and it's not. It's aggressive. So he was at Buddy was at Fight Life Pro Wrestling and said, unfortunately, tonight I'm going to be the bearer of some unfortunate news. As everyone knows, the House of Black has had some issues lately. And then basically goes on and says the same thing that Malachi said, which was I need to recalibrate. And, you know, talking behind beyond the walls. So uh, let's let's uh, Jeremy, you want to you want to say some stuff? Hello. I broke this news. I would like my credit. Okay, uh, Jeremy Lambert broke that Maybe news. Maybe take the overlay away, but I actually, yeah, I'm, I'm working on that while I'm doing <laughs> yeah, this. There we go. No, so, so actually, Jeremy, um, I saw the Fightful article go up, and then I went to uh, to select. So you're right, 100. It's on you. Um, uh, it's 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 not like 100 on me, but so here's here's what actually happened here. Go for um, it. Steven Jensen is the one who who sent this to me. The the promoter, the Fight Life promoter. Uh, sent the video to Jensen and it was like, I don't know if this would be King of the Indies, Steven Jensen. I don't know if this would be like of interest to you, uh, but here you go. And Jensen's like, here you go, Jeremy, do what you want with this. And so, yeah, we, we wrote the article. I, I told Sean, I was like, I'm about to write about this. You, do you, do you know anything? And then I know Sean wrote that he heard that uh, uh, it seems like, now our buddy could maybe done with AEW. So um yeah. That that's what have we, have we considered the fact that maybe Bobby Fish will join the House of Black? Uh, maybe could happen. It's a very this is a it's it's strange. I mean, this is um I can't tell you it's shocking. That's one thing. I mean, I think we were just saying before you got here that like Brody King was very much the star of that match leading into Rampage and the the build up for it. Uh, it felt like Buddy was kind of secondary to the whole story. He was just there, but it was Julia Hart and Brody King. Um, and between that and the Malachi Black stuff, like it just none of this kind of shocks me. Um, I don't know. How are you feeling, Jeremy? What are you what are you expecting? What do you think of this whole news? Uh, I think, um, I, I think, sorry, I'm also trying to clarify some stuff. Um, I think they misused Buddy Matthews from the jump to, in the House of Black, yeah, I've, I've said it a hundred times, not my cup of tea, didn't always, like, enjoy the actual, like, content that they did. Just not, just not for me. I, I like all three of those guys as workers but just what they were doing not for me buddy matthews one of the the best in ring i would have loved to see him just do more single stuff just more matches in general he's always felt secondary in that group he's just he's like he's there malachi does his stuff he does the mist and he was the clear like kind of leader of the group brody king got the big push um get at the big push with the darby win wins and everything so and, and then buddy was just Hey, here's Buddy. He is. That's how, that's how I was saw it. That's how you should redebut him. Just Buddy. <laughs> just Buddy. Yeah, <laughs> better <laughs> Omega is what people call him. Better <laughs> Omega. That's right. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, this is this is news, and it's very. Um, it, it's maybe a string of things to come. We've we've been talking about releases and people asking for releases for a while, and what's been going on since. Uh, 
since Triple H took over, since Paul Levesque took over uh, for WWE Creative. There's been a lot. So this is just another guy who is taking some time off. We don't know. Yeah, taking time off, going doing going on an indie run, and we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Hey, Jeremy, you remember when uh, when Judgment Day started and everyone was like, "This is just Wish.com, House of Black." Um, I heard that. Who's laughing now, Jeremy? Who's (laughs) laughing now? (sighs) Okay, that's all I got. All right, I just wanted to pop in and say that because I saw you guys said you were you were talking about that. I wanted my credit as a newsbreaker to die. I had this first on Fightful. I'm sure Sean will give actual details on stuff. I just transcribed the Buddy Matthews promo. What have I always told you, Joel? The news comes from Sean's reporting or me transcribing. That's it. Next <laughs> Sunday, wrestling shutting down because the three <laughs> top people in this business are all going to be, unfortunately, in Ohio. So new wrestling news is shutting down next Sunday. You guys want to do my show instead at noon? <laughs> we we'll live, be here. Live version. Like a few hours before I get married, like, hey, here's him and Joel with Jeremy. Just all of getting us. married in a couple hours. Yeah, just all of us dressed up in nice attire. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, we're, we're going to be doing that anyway. Well, you know where we'll be. So uh, noon Eastern, if you if you end up showing up. Are I'll you? Wait, is there a live show <laughs> noon next week? What is happening? Yeah, yeah. Tim and I are going to go live at noon next week, next Sunday, as always. Are you? I didn't twist his arm or nothing. (laughs) I'll have my stuff. That's easy. I don't bring this microphone. I just bring a different one. Yeah. Okay. I don't don't know what's happening next week. I don't even know what's happening with my own wedding next week. I'm just showing up saying I do. That's all I know. Actually, no, that's not true. I booked my wedding. I did my own wedding. I booked everything. I knew what was going on. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's going to be fun. We were talking about how exciting that is. Uh, By the way, check out Newsworthy because you want to talk about Jeremy uh, breaking all the news. We talk about MJF's dick for a while. We did talk about MJF's dick for a little while. I'm glad uh, that's not. Thank, <laughs> thank you, guys. Tim, I don't know why you do a show with Joel. Joel, I don't know thank, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> reasons. Bye, yeah. everybody. Bye. Thanks, Jeremy. I almost clicked in broadcast. That would have been bad. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we're swapped again. Yeah, uh, that's normal. Anyway, yeah, yeah. um, so that's that's wild. Uh, okay, fine. Yeah, right. buddy, buddy, yeah. and Dominic. Are gonna have a thing in WWE in like six months over. Oh, that's gonna get weird. <laughs> oh, I'm all for it. All right, so let's uh, let's get to. Apparently, my child refuses to sleep. Okay, that's great. Um, Mox and Danielson for the AW World Championship. Really fun match. Mm-hmm. They did some weird shit with the timing, though. Yeah, they did some weird shit. Period. I love the commentary once again when they're doing the headstand bit. Uh, yes. I've never seen I've never seen anything like this. I was like, yes, you have multiple times. This <laughs> this same bit has been done a lot. I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> uh, it was fine. No, it was it was like it's I said, fine. really good. I don't, I don't I don't like people fighting while doing a handstand. It's silly. Unless the it was it was an all Japan it was an all Japan spot from 1993 that you should have seen oh, Tim. I I never will. I that sounds awful watching a potato square video. Thank you. No, I'm it good. was on. It was put on socials as a potato square video. It's of course, stuff. it was. It was 1993. <laughs> so I know Dan is going to pop into the chat. By the way, it's good to see you, Mod Dan. I know it's been a while, and I know you've been uh, dealing dealing with home stuff. So it's good to see you in the chat. By the way, mm. um, sorry I didn't say that earlier. I meant to. So uh, yeah, so Mox and Danielson. It was BCC members versus each other. Um, 
yeah, again, good match. Uh, expected expected uh, outcome in terms of match quality. Ex- unexpected outcome in terms yeah. of winner. Everyone was so yeah. upset that Mox was going to go on vacation, and that was it. So that's that. He just loves to work. I'm fine with it. I'm actually okay with the decision. It, it was unexpected. I think I would have really liked to see Brian Danielson, but like, I'm not upset that Mox is going to be champ for a little bit. I don't think he's going to be champ for very long. Just me a little bit. <laughs> um. Mox is they're doing dynamite on a Tuesday in Cincinnati. This is the week after the dynamite in Toronto. So yes. I think that's the, the 18th, whatever the 17th. Um, <clears throat> so the winner of the golden ticket battle Royal, who was hangman Adam page uh, is going to get Moxley on the dynamite on the Tuesday in Cincinnati in John Moxley's hometown. And MJF has what is essentially a money in the bank cash in chip. My original thought was give the golden ticket to Tedge and have him beat down Mox so bad that he doesn't yeah. win the match, but he yeah. loses, but he still be- but let's say Mox beats Tedge and then Morrissey just beats shit out of John Moxley. And then in saunters MJF and the 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 man on retainer uses his muscle to get the MJF victory for or the, the victory for MJF. Um, but instead I think we'll just do hangman and mox have a really good match. Hangman loses. And then MJF comes in and cashes it in and that's it. Or you have hangman win the belt for 10 seconds. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I don't, okay. Much- but here's the thing. MJF is going to need an opponent after mox probably going to take some time off. I know it's all speculative, but like, so here's the other thing. Let me tell you the, the, the beginning of October, there's a GCW show. Mox is still the GCW champion. He's taken on Nick Gage and that is a title versus career match. I don't think Nick Gage is done yet. No. So Mox can be dropping that GCW title and then possibly dropping the AEW title the next week and then possibly just taking a little time off. That's kind of where my brain is. Or he gets a free free flight well, back to cincinnati so. well he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna take like a long time if he was gonna take like yeah, know, yeah let's say four to five weeks well four to five weeks a month away is the next pay-per-view so moxley can get the rematch no i don't want yeah that. you do want you do mox versus mjf for the title at uh, full gear i'm ready to move on <laughs> but mjf wins can we build some new stars like just get they are building new it. stars it yeah, just so happens that mox it's... has been the guy who's been there since day one i know and continues to like not let them down there's maybe something for claudio to do <laughs> no not not for the world title i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know what they're gonna do but i'm yeah, just I i'm know. just throwing out ideas at this point but it was a good show i quite enjoyed it uh fun time i know we're being asked to talk about victory road here i should have to talk to sean about catching people up on those shows because they're really good uh mm. it was a good show this past saturday or friday holy shit impact has to stop working fridays yeah it's not a great because i'm like yeah no i caught up with it last night i caught up with half of it on friday night and then the other half last night yeah um there was some good stuff the uh i was told by the way that the pick your poison match between masha slamovich and alley catch in a monsters ball match they taped it last night. I was told it was a very good match. Sounds fun. It's going to be the main event on Impact this coming mm. Thursday. Mm. Um, we have a few minutes. We have 10 minutes. We can talk about WWE stuff. We can talk about Rampage. Yeah, we didn't even finish Rampage. Rampage. Jay Cargill beat Diamante. Trina sure. doesn't know how to slap someone. 
Um, she looked remarkably sad most of the time she was out there. I don't know what the hell was going on. Trina? Yeah. Well, <laughs> like I don't her, know. I don't know. Maybe her face did not read like, I don't know. It was a weird. She's probably like, these wrestling fans are weird. They don't know who I am. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, and then what else happened on Rampage? Jungle Boy versus Phoenix happened for some reason. Uh, Action Bronson didn't take a bump and everyone thinks that that's the best uh, celebrity appearance ever to happen in AEW. You know what? I'm surprised he can move as fast as he can, but that, that's kind of where it ends. I think someone, I think he told people I'm not going to fall down. Um, didn't he get canceled at one point? He did something bad, but anyway. Wardlow and Mimosa Joe teamed up. They did a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah okay. uh, again, I don't know. The match of the night, of course, was uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry taking on Phoenix. Yeah, in a match a that like great, was, was a great match. They respected all over each other. It was great. Yeah, and then afterwards, yeah. you had Christian Cage show up and Luchasaurus and yada yada yada. And there which we go. okay, yeah, please. <laughs> okay, anyway, that's nice, Luchasaurus. They're gonna keep doing the uh, Eddie Kingston versus Sammy Guevara thing. Okay. Oh, that's the big that's the big takeaway. That weird finish business. It was just like okay. They gave Sammy what they consider the first DQ win via like reversal. Yeah, which is like a thing. I kind of don't care either way. Like yeah. I, I liked the you know he was mean to Eddie and then Eddie just beat his ass for a while. Got heat, man. Oh man, Sammy. He knows he knows how to make me hate him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that and package, starts- that video package, so like. Not and then Starks won the lights out match that I have to go watch. I, I missed the lights out match with Starks and Hobbs. I heard it was very oh, good. Oh, it's very good. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Can't believe yeah, yeah, yeah. Hobbs. Uh yeah. Hobbs I was I was watching like shit out of him at one point. It's yeah. very good. It's watching a few different things at that moment. So you gotta excuse me for that. And the battle royal was indeed awful. I, I did not care for wasn't shocked. any of it at all. I really yeah. found it mostly annoying. <laughs> yep. All right, super chats. Hum- no, not humper chats. We don't do humper chats here for oh. some reason. Uh, get them all in. Actually, if you sent me a humper chat, I'll read it. But you just got to tell me in the chat that you sent one because I don't want to log into the stupid up, thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. Joel is lazy on a Friday, on a Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. Lazy Sundays before Americans watch the football. SmackDown. SmackDown was fun. Some things was happened. It? Yeah, yeah. The the whole know. opening segment was good. Loved uh, okay. Uh, that was that was that was it for me. Yeah. That was the no, second. and then the beat down in the back was funny because he watched Ricochet beat his own ass like <laughs> the third time. Yeah, it's very funny. Uh Mad Cat Moss. There was a fireball. We got we got more uh uh fire mages in wrestling, so we got the wizard scarlet. Yeah, yep. there you go. Uh no, I really let's talk about that. That opening segment was great. Um, yeah. someone in the chat actually I saw they said they went to the Vancouver house show last night and they were shocked to see that Roman actually showed up. And so Roman is on the Canadian um, circuit for this run. And I think that's really cool uh, that not they were doing it before because this was like the Vince McMahon times. They were like struggling for the tickets. Here we go. Uh, it was Paula who said, I was at the Vancouver house show. And to my surprise, Roman Reigns showed up as advertised. It was a real treat. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. There, there's been a huge years and years of just like, advertise no shows and this was one that they can't mess around with like roman's roman's the guy so uh he's on the canadian the west coast tour and uh yeah so he had a great showing and and just great um segment to open up smackdown very strong very like i I enjoyed it quite a bit what they're doing with Sami Zayn is awesome the inclusion of solo sokoa has been like a reinvigoration for this like i'm i'm 
really into it. Tension. The tension built in that one moment alone where Reigns is like, take that shirt off. And Sammy's just hesitant. And the yeah. crowd is cheering. And like they're baby facing Sammy in the most incredible way that when they inevitably turn on him in December to set up the Royal Rumble title match in January, it's going to be really good. Yeah, absolutely. And and people are still like, well, what about KO? I don't, first of all, I don't know with KO right now, because if he turns on Johnny wrestling, I'm going to laugh my ass off. Cause it's, that is the trope. Anytime KO has a friend, yeah. he turns on. <laughs> Let's say they don't do it. Let's say they keep KO as the face. Um, Sammy and KO reuniting to take on the Usos at WrestleMania for those and tag titles. Win the belts. Yeah. And win it after the record is set for the Usos holding the titles longer than the new day. Yeah. Um, I think that's something worth, worth noting, but yeah, Sammy Zayn maybe taking Sammy or sorry, taking Roman to the edge and then not winning at the Royal rumble would be huge. And then have KO come out afterwards and save his friend as he's being beat down by the rest of the guys. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I think Sammy versus Roman is the rumble. Title. Yeah. That's definitely like a, a rumble title match. One where you're yeah. not, it's not going to take away know. from the, the rumbles. <laughs> yeah one one where you know exactly it's not going to take away from the rumble but it's also not going to be a bad match people no, are going to like there's exactly. there's investment there it's a good match to do with the rumble It'll be, what the rumble. i would expect out of that is honestly another kind of story match like the roman j hell in a cell where it's like you kind of get more from the ring audio than you normally would at a roman and stuff like that like that's it would mostly be roman like doing some stuff like that while uh sammy tries to survive and use his wiles to to get the the a little bit of an edge so uh live morgan continues to have feuds with women who wear awful makeup on their face Lacey, Lacey evans. evans is so weird this whole this segment was great like kudos to live like she's stepping up and doing really really interesting stuff i find that you know it's all a collaborative effort but like, like i'm really enjoying what she's doing on screen lately especially compared to what it was like before uh, Lacey Evans, I saw on Instagram riding a dirt bike with her ass out, which is like, yeah, that's all well and good. That's part for the course. Fun. But my beef is she was doing it to born in the USA. Like, <laughs> and I, I will forever not get tired of Americans not understanding what like Bruce Springsteen songs are about. Doesn't matter what the, uh, it doesn't like, matter what the intent is. Like you just out yourself as such a dumbass. Like. It's like, oh, you're you're an idiot. Got it. Lacey yeah, Evans. We're not gonna take it. idiot. <laughs> it's okay. We're not gonna take it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's just, oh my God. <laughs> okay. Uh we're getting uh LA night soon because he Yeah, yeah, he, he took off the sport coat. That's it. What else was that? I'm just I'm going through my notes from SmackDown and uh, Drew and Cross did a thing. 923 was actually a commercial for the Mass Singer. Yeah, that was <laughs> awful. I don't, I don't appreciate those teases. Like, I don't like that. Apparently, they did it in the audience, which is like, no. Okay, so they do that. So three things. Let's say one is again setting expectations. No one told you that this was like that the debut was happening. No, no, no. Nobody told you. Nobody reported it. People said, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, no one said it was happening. So it's not about the debut. It's about there being nothing at all. It's about them airing a segment with a the specific idea, date and time. And then there was literally nothing on the screen that that I didn't enjoy. I, I think the idea was that the um, 
the 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 coordinates the the qr code during the hit row segment that was yeah. supposed to be it and someone the something happened about the time thing. yeah okay but so it doesn't that, matter. which is fine like and I, that's the, i don't mind if they drop like a trail of breadcrumbs on the way there but it's just like you gotta you gotta produce that right so that it actually yeah. works out if it doesn't it's more than likely he shows up at extreme rules the the coordinates for the rabbit this week the next week is for winnipeg peg no edmonton sorry they're in edmonton next week yeah. um so yeah so he's not he's probably not gonna show up on it's, raw. it's raw in edmonton and then smackdown in winnipeg right yeah yeah it is. Okay. and then next week the week after that is uh minneapolis and they're in they're minnesota so uh, and then they're they're doing extreme rules on the saturday in uh, philly so it looks like philly is the landing spot for break yeah. which is great we'll do that where it happens if drew and cross is the main event that's where he shows up yeah, I have. If I Liv know. and Ronda are the main event, maybe not anymore. Maybe not so much. Um, <laughs> maybe let's just not event. have it be the main event. Also, mm-hmm. every match seems to be a gimmick match, Joel. I win. <laughs> uh, you know what? We t- I, I went back. I listened to this conversation from last yeah. week, and I kind of agreed more with you okay. now. Good. Um, I, I, I think, I think what I was thinking was that what you were trying to say was that everything should be extreme rules specifically that yes no i don't and need every match to be a hardcore match no i need yeah. every match to have a stipulation <laughs> like, and that's fine that's yeah. fine give me stipulation it's fine even that can be a little bit overkill but if you plan the right stipulations just variety yeah like a, yeah, a healthy mix of things and then like, nobody does a strap match but no. here we are we're gonna do it and it's gonna hopefully make sense and it's gonna play out well so that's fine yeah good 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 um what i i've seen some absolutely horrifying takes on what bray's return if it is bray could be and i I just pray to god that the fiend is just dead and gone like that's all i really hope for just do a new gimmick but then also the white rabbit is some low effort shit like yeah don't call so i so i think it's more of a follow the white rabbit type of thing yeah okay Um, one idea that I saw that I continue to go back to that I think is good is building a stable around this as an Alice in Wonderland style. And that's stable. fine. Build that Alice in Wonderland stable. Do not make the puppets come to life. You no, 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 no. That was another. That was a dumb. That one. was such a. St- I don't. I've seen it propagated so much with people be like, "This is genius," and I was like, "Read a book!" <laughs> like, holy hell. Braun Cross Bray. And Alexa Bliss, and then Scarlet, of course, is is the yeah, fifth yeah, because Cross. There, yeah. Um, I think that is a, a statement making group, and it would work. That's my general feeling. Yeah, I think so, we'll and I think I think Bray is at his best in a, a faction because that way there's lots to do that isn't making the world title a supernatural thing. So. And uh, let's just, we don't need to go too far, but let's just talk real quick about Fight Pit coming back. Uh, they're yeah, Fight Pit! Yes, they're doing Fight Pit at Extreme Rules. There you go. There's another match that has some sort of weird uh, stipulation that hasn't been done before on main roster. Um, a strap match obviously has, but my point yeah, being yeah. is that it's different. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Riddle versus Seth Rollins in Fight Pit. Are you looking forward to it? Yes. Sounds like you are. Big time. Fight Pit. Fight Pit! <laughs> Fight Pit! Timothy Thatcher should be the special guest referee. Give him a one-off. <laughs> Can we give Timothy Thatcher a payday? Just who have would him you, return. <laughs> who would you have as a special guest enforcer, referee, whatever, for this thing? Well, they're in Philly. They are in Philly. Who's from Philly? That was ECW, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> so all of ECW. <laughs> don't please don't put Tommy Dreamer in the comments. No, 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 no. I don't need to see Tommy Dreamer anymore. 
No, uh, he, he showed up on Impact a few weeks ago, and I was like, oh, there he is. Um, yeah, I don't know who you could pick, but I'm sure someone know. in the someone in the comments or in the chat is going to say something. Just bring Bubba um, Ray in. He's has... <laughs> God. He's like, I'll get you heat. Uh, no. Yeah, it should be Ken Shamrock. Oh my God. <laughs> Impact Hall of Famer, Ken. Sh Actually, you know what? It, sh it should be Raven. It should be Raven. And yeah, to celebrate like... his Impact Hall of Fame induction. <laughs> <laughs> I, the rock will send in a video for that impact yeah, yeah, hall yeah, of yeah. fame induction before he shows up on raw all right let's get out of here it's it's past the hour we're good to go uh contractual <laughs> obligations complete tim where people find you on the internet they can find me at tim stone p t-i-m-b-s-t-o-n-e-p twitter instagram tim and joel call in the ring every sunday at noon eastern here on fightful overbooked I'm at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Next week, I will be, yes, in Cleveland at Jeremy's wedding. I'm looking forward to that. I'm sharing a house with some very interesting people, so that'll be a good time. Uh, ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, Mikey Whipwreck is the right answer to be the fight pick guy. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. <laughs>